But we don't know 75% of our own family history. And that's what we want to begin to try to recapture for ourselves, what we want to try to understand. And as we go at that, looking at this ancient church period, roughly 500 years we're going to look at, the number one thing, the central thing that we ought to look for is the formation of what I call the Catholic tradition of the church. The Catholic tradition of the church. Now, some of you may well go to churches that use the Apostles' Creed in your church services. And in the Apostles' Creed, we say, I believe a holy Catholic church. Now, some Protestants get so nervous about that word Catholic that they have changed the creed and changed it to, I believe, a holy universal church or a holy Christian church. But we shouldn't give up on that word Catholic. It's actually originally a Greek word, meaning universal. But when we say we believe in the Catholic church, we're saying we're believing in that church that Christ has promised to found and preserve that Christ has always had a church through the whole history of the Christian movement. And that word Catholic belongs to us as Protestants, and that's part of what the Reformation said over and over. In fact, some of the Reformers said, if you're part of the Roman church, then you're not part of the Catholic church. It was a kind of clever rhetorical point to be made. Because they said Roman is just one city, and one city can't be universal. And so you have to choose. You're either part of the one city church, or you're part of the Catholic church. Now, whether we want to continue to make that argument or not, it was an argument to say the word Catholic shouldn't be handed over to anybody, but should be held on to by Bible believers, because we're part of the universal church that Christ founded and he has always preserved. So when I say we want to look at the Catholic tradition of the church, what I mean is we want to look at that great heritage of Christianity, of which we are the inheritors, and that was formed in the ancient church period. Now, when I say tradition, that can make Protestants nervous too. Uh, so I'm you know, beginning at a difficult point. Catholic tradition, don't we want to avoid both things? No, we don't. We want to be part of the universal heritage of the church, but we also want to see an emerging tradition. A number of years ago, a scholar wrote an article in which he very helpfully pointed out the word tradition can be used in at least three different ways. It can be used to talk about a school of interpretation of the Bible, a way of interpreting the Bible. So we can think about the Reformed tradition as the way in which Calvinists interpret the Bible. Or we can think about the Lutheran tradition as the way Lutherans interpret the Bible. Or the Pentecostal tradition, the way Pentecostals interpret the Bible. None of those groups would ascribe any authority to tradition and yet can be described as having reached a certain consensus, a certain understanding creating a school of interpretation of the Bible. That's what I mean when I say we want to look at this Catholic tradition. Not tradition as authoritative in itself, but tradition as a way of understanding the Bible and the meaning of the Bible for the life of the church. In the ancient church itself, the word tradition would take on another meaning. 
And that would be the meaning that says there are teachings of the apostles preserved in the life of the church, but not recorded in the scripture. And there were some who would teach later in the ancient church period that that tradition, that apostolic tradition preserved in the oral memory of the church has an authority that we have to honor and follow and is added or is supplementary to the Bible. We as Protestants have rejected that notion, I think rightly rejected that notion. We'll come back to talk about it later. But that's a second meaning of tradition, that somehow tradition has an authority of its own independent of the Bible. That's not what I mean by Catholic tradition. I mean simply the universal study and understanding of the Bible as it emerged in the ancient church period. There's yet a third way in which tradition can be interpreted. It's the theory of interpretation that we find in the 19th and 20th.